We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hi there, hockey fans. I'm AJ Scholes here with Rotowire NHL Managing Editor Mike Gay filling in for the Statsman Paul Bruno today as we bring you the Thursday edition of our DFS series of podcasts where we'll focus on tonight's slate of NHL games. Mike, it's been quite a while since we hosted a podcast together. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't believe the season is almost uh, at its end. Yeah, it's definitely uh, wrapping up pretty soon here, heading for the postseason. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to remind all of our listeners out there that you can follow me at AJSholes24, and you can follow Mike at MGConnects. Uh, now, Mike, what has stood out to you most about this NHL season? Huh, what stood out the most? I would definitely say the unprecedented rise of the rookies. Um, the color trophy race should be quite interesting. Austin Matthews, of course, he was the first overall pick of the 2016 draft to the Maple Leafs. Um, He's already cleared 30 goals. He is caught in a six-game pointless slump, um, and that's um, forced some more attention on teammate Mitch Marner, who is, of course, another center. He's just one point behind Matthews. Uh, You can't forget about Patrick Laney. He has a bright future with the Jets, to say the least, averaging nearly a point per contest. Um, he's only a few goals um, behind the NHL scoring lead with uh, Brad Marchand taking control of that one. Um, and then for the Calder, uh, people tend to forget about the defenseman, but you but you definitely can't uh, overlook Zach Wierenski for Columbus. He's been a goalie's best friend with a plus 20 rating 
Um, he has thir- 33 assists and 43 points. 21 of those are on the power play. The guy in his rookie season is averaging more than 21 minutes per game. And, you know, just remember that only three defensemen have won the Calder in the past 20 years. So he might get snubbed. But, um, you know, it's just just a testament to the great rookie class that we have here. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll I'll throw in a a personal pitch as well. Let's not forget that technically speaking, based on uh, the rules for qualifying as a rookie, uh, Matt Murray is still a rookie despite winning the Stanley Cup last season. So he could definitely be uh, in consideration there, although I do think he'll probably get overlooked having already won the Stanley Cup despite I don't know what they call you as not a rookie, uh, 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 too soon, too young of a player. Um, But as always, before we uh, get into the FanDuel lineups uh, for the night, I do want to, again, remind our listeners that throughout the week, if you have questions about your lineup, fantasy hockey, whether that's daily or season long, or just hockey in general, uh, feel free to tweet at us and we'll try and answer your questions uh, either during one of our puck casts that we do on Tuesday uh, and we'll have Paul rejoining me on Tuesday for that. Looking at tonight's slate of games, it's a huge slate tonight. Um, the early games look like this. You got Philadelphia coming off a of back-to-back. They're minus 110 at New Jersey. That's a five over-under. Uh, Winnipeg at the Islanders. The, the Isles are favored minus 140. Now, this one is huge, a 6.5 over-under. That's one of the biggest that you'll see uh, in the NHL. Uh, so definitely a lot of scoring potential in that game. Nashville are at Washington with the Caps favored minus 170, 5.5 over-under in that one. Uh, the Wild face off against Carolina, Minnesota minus 135. Uh, despite being on the road, you got a five and a half over under in that one. Uh, Florida travel to Columbus, the Blue Jackets, a big minus 170, 5.5 the over under. The Hawks uh, are facing off against the Sens. Uh, you got Chicago minus 130, 5.5 over under. And then our last early game is Toronto at Tampa Bay. The Lightning, who have been somewhat resurgent lately, they're minus 130 in that one with a 5.5 over under. Looking at our later slate of games, we got a couple of teams coming off back-to-backs here. You got Boston, one of them uh, that played last night. They're at Edmonton, and so I think that's why you're seeing the Oilers favored minus 115 with a 5.5 over-under. That's a 9 p.m. start. Uh, Dallas favored minus 140 at Vancouver, a 5.5 over-under. Mike's Red Wings travel to Arizona. Uh, You got the Yotes favored in a game, which doesn't happen too often. They're minus 115, a 5 over-under in that one. Buffalo at Los Angeles. This is your big one-sider of the night. The Kings, a minus 225 with a 5 over-under. And then the last game of the evening, St. Louis also coming off a back-to-back. They head to California to face the Sharks. Another one-sider here, San Jose, minus 180 with a 5.0 over-under on that one. Mike, any of these games stand out to you as ones maybe to target for a stack or maybe games you're just interested in watching tonight? Um. Some players I like as a stack, as much as I hate to say it, I like the Arizona players. Uh, They're going against the Red Wings, and as AJ mentioned, Detroit's working on the second leg of a back-to-back. And, you know, they took a disappointing loss to the Avalanche, the league's worst team, last night. Um, Detroit's defense is just so young outside of Mike Green and Nicholas Cronwall. They have tons of rookies in there. Um, It could be Peter Mrazek in goal. He hasn't won in five tries, and 
the Coyotes are looking to finish the season strong. They've won three straight. You got Max Domi, second year player with 10 points in his last 12 games. Um, the Coyotes might be overlooked just be based on their poor record, but um, like I said, they're finishing strong, and I, and I really think that um, there will be a lot of value play, players with the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting interesting matchup to watch there, some, uh, some bottom barrel teams. I think for me, I really like that Winnipeg Islanders matchup. I'm, I'm excited to watch that. That's 6.5 over under. I mean, we've talked about the, the problems with Dallas. Usually the only time we've seen even a 6 over under has been when Dallas has faced uh, one of the stronger teams in the league. And so a 6.5 over under, I mean, that, that seems so high, but Vegas usually knows what they're doing. So I expect a lot of goals in that one. Now, I will mention we do have a new sponsor supporting our podcast, and that's pristineauction.com. Uh, they've got daily auctions ending every night with hundreds of lots. There's a ton of stuff there for the man cave. Always something perfect for the fan of every team. Authenticity is one thing that you're always worried about. That's so important. And they guarantee authenticity on all items. Uh, they come from only the most trusted sources. And of course, affordability is another one that's always important to people. Most people don't think they can afford this stuff, but it's much more affordable than you think. You need to just check it out. That's pristine, P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, auction.com. And just look this morning, a couple of uh, really interesting things that I saw on there uh, for daily NHL uh, auctions that will end later today. There's a Patrick Kane signed jersey, a Sidney Crosby signed puck, Bobby Orr signed puck, and then a Mike Arizioni signed Team USA jersey. So a ton of options out there. And all of those are quite affordable. Um, you know, you might list those names or Crosby, Kane, or Ruzioni. You might expect these to be in the thousands of dollars, and they're really not. They're great uh, uh, options for you. It's quick and free to register, free to bid. You only pay when you, uh, you win. And then the last thing I'll just mention for our listeners, uh, if you go on there, when you uh, sign up, they'll ask, how did you hear about us? And if you could just click Rotowire from that drop-down menu, this is so important for us so that they uh, get an idea of where their, uh, their support is coming from. So I definitely would encourage our listeners to check out pristineauction.com and to uh, you know mention Rotowire when you sign up. Now we'll take a look at uh, some of the players uh, by each position, as we always do. We'll start out with the centers. There's only a couple of guys up at the top here. Uh, four guys are showing up at the top in that 8,000-plus range. Steven Stamkos is still uh, nursing that knee injury, although he did take part in some uh, drills this morning. That's an encouraging sign. But, Mike, of the three guys left, you've got Connor McDavid at 8,700, Tyler Sagan at 8,400, and John Tavares at 8,300. Of, of these three guys, uh, are the, do you play or fade any of these guys tonight? Um. I look at all three of these guys as, of course, viable options. There's a reason why they're the highest-priced players on the slate. Um, you know, when you ask me which of these guys I like, it's kind of like asking me what model of Lamborghini I want. <laughs> um, but but what I recommend for our listeners is Rotowire has a player comparison tool up on our site. Um, it's, it's a great resource for you to use, um, especially when it comes to um, similarly talented players like this. Uh, for example, when I pulled that up, I, I noticed that Mc, Connor McDavid only has three power play goals this year, whereas Tavares has seven. And that that minute difference could actually could actually make a huge 
huge uh, difference in deciding who you want to go out of those players. Now, again, you, it depends on your strategy, and you really can't go wrong with any of those players. Yeah, I definitely agree there. And, you know, I definitely highlight the matchups, uh, who they're going up against. And so for me, I think the one guy here that I might fade from a little bit is going to be Connor McDavid. I mean, Tuka Rask is the best goaltender that these three guys are going to face tonight, and he's the most expensive. So uh, I think you can get similar value for a better matchup from Sagan or Tavares tonight. Um, So for me, I'm going to fade McDavid a little bit. Now, if we go down from there, from the 7,900 to 7,000 range, uh, we've got seven different players in this grouping. Uh, Mike, who do you like out of these guys? I'm going to go with Nick Backstrom from the Capitals. He just hit 50 assists for the fourth straight season. And, you know, playing alongside uh, Alex Ovechkin, you really can't go wrong there. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great recommendation. Uh, I like Jonathan Taves tonight uh, for 7,300. You know, in addition to being on the Hawks' top line, uh, they and they've taken over the, the Wild for that top spot in the Central. You know, Taves is averaging 12.6 fantasy points per game in his last five. Not to mention the Sens are starting Mike Condon tonight uh, due to uh, an, an illness uh, for Craig Anderson. And Condon's really struggled as a backup. For as good as we saw him earlier in the season, uh, the backup role just doesn't seem to suit him. He's 1-2-1 and one with a 2.95 goals against average. But there's definitely uh, several great options uh, up top here. If you don't want to spend that much, Mike, if you're looking more in that 6,900 to 6,000 range, there's 12 options for you there. Uh, who do you like tonight? I'm going on the top of that range, but it's still uh, quite a value pick. I'm going to go with Logan Couture. Uh, he's been really efficient in the in the last 11 games. He has 12 points in those last 11 games, and he's only getting 15.48 of average ice time, but he has five points on the power play. The Blues are playing a back-to-back. I really like uh, Logan Couture here. Absolutely. Well, since you won't do it, I know you've been a little disappointed by your Red Wings this season, <laughs> and, and so I know you're shying away from them, um, but I'm always the homer, as our listeners will know. So I'll do it for you. I'll recommend Henrik Zetterberg tonight for 6300 Now, our, our listeners will not be in any way surprised to hear that I'm down on Mike Smith in Arizona. Um, so I think this is a decent chance to actually use some of the Red Wings. I know Mike highlighted earlier that he was looking at Arizona guys, and I don't necessarily disagree. I think there's uh, diamonds in the rough on both these teams that you can take a look at. Now, admittedly, Zetterberg is going to be a riskier GPP, kind of contrarian pick, um, but he does have six assists and 13 shots in his last six outings, and I think he's got a solid chance of scoring against the Yotes tonight. Uh, even further down the value range, 5,900 to, fi- uh, to 5,000. We've got 14 guys in this group. Uh, who is your kind of uh, standout for you, Mike? I can't believe that Eric Stahl is only 5,700. He's facing his former Hurricanes team. Uh, we He's from the Thunder Bay, Ontario region. Shout out to co-worker Jordan Buckley, who's also <laughs> from that area. Let's not forget Matt Murray's a Thunder Bay native. <laughs> So um, Stahl is in fine form with 53 points in 68 games. He's not, he's not going to be that point-per-game guy. The game has really changed um, since, since his heyday. Um, and he's no longer averaging you know, more than 20-plus 20 plus, 20 plus minutes per game. That's, that's just ridiculous these days. But um, I, I do like Stahl. 
Yeah, that's that's a, a good option there. I will point out to our listeners that uh, Artem Anisimov is going to be out two to three weeks, uh, and so I think that uh, that's one uh, player obviously to avoid. And then two other guys I'll just mention. You know, you might want to take a look at uh, Dubitsky or Wenberg for for Columbus uh, with Luongo out. They're going to have to turn to their backup uh, Reamer tonight, so you might want to look at stacking some of those Columbus players. But for me, in this price range, I uh, really like Joe Thornton. Uh, Jumbo Joe's coming in at 5,700. He's got one goal and six assists in his last six games. You know, Paul and I have talked in, in previous shows about this team being kind of a late run uh, squad, and it, it's really powered by that, that top line uh, with the two Joes there. And this looks like, you know, they're going to face off against Carter Hutton. That's not confirmed, but because of the back-to-back, uh, we're pretty certain that Hutton will get the get the start tonight. And so I think Joe Thornton has too good of a value at 5,700 to pass up tonight. Uh, if we move further down into our value plays, the 4,900 and less. Uh, Mike, who do you like down there? I really like Henrik Sedin. He's one of my favorite bargain plays on the slate. Um, he's on the top line, of course, with his twin brother, Daniel Sedin. Um, I'm, w- I'm wondering if there's any of the Sedin family that we can play. Uh, he's a proven veteran. He's coming off a two-assist performance from Boston. You know, of course, it's been um, mentioned ad nauseum that the Stars' goaltending is absolutely atrocious. So you definitely want to look to exploit that on tonight's slate. Yeah, that's a great point. And as Mike mentioned, you know, Sedin is is a top line player. There's a ton of first line options down here in this price range. I mean, you got Zach Smith from Ottawa, Adam Henrique with New Jersey, Braden Point with Tampa. So just a ton of uh, first line guys. Now for me, I'm actually going to look to the second line and that's going to be Brian Little at 4,900. He's averaging 17.51 uh, per night in ice time and 2.15 of that's coming on the power play. Uh, he's got five points and a 11 shots in his last six outings and to get a guy with this much ice time at 4900 is certainly worth taking a look at not to mention he's going up against Thomas Grice Uh, this is that high scoring matchup that that we talked about earlier Grice has given up four goals in four of his last eight games and overall over that stretch that's a 3.46 goals against average so a definite uh, low, uh, low-hanging low fruit that you can snag up there. We'll turn our attention over to the wingers, and starting off there, we'll look at the 8,000 and up uh, group. Now, it's actually uh, a slightly larger group. We've got six guys here. Is there anybody in particular that, that you like or don't like um, in this, this group? Guys that you might play might fade uh, for 8,000 and up. I'm going to fade Patrick Kane. He's at 8,700. He's the top guy on the list. Now, it seems that whenever someone scans through the the list of available players, you know, if they're kind of lazy setting their lineup, they'll just go with the top player there, and that is Kane. He's going to be very highly owned, um, so avoid the chalk there. Um, he is averaging less than a point per game against Ottawa in his career, and when you're talking about guys that are that pricey it you know you want a guy that's going to average more than a point per game there also I'm, I'm not too high on Tarasenko he's kind of the same situation eight points in 12 games against San Jose for his career definitely going to play Ovechkin at 8,000 um, he snapped out of his cold funk after going 
for one point over the last eight games. He's historically done very well against Nashville as well. Yeah, that's a great point, Mike. To get Alexander Ovechkin at a a discounted uh, price because he struggled so much now might be just the perfect time. His price hasn't risen up too much. And as you said, he's getting out of that funk. I also like Nikita Kucherov at 8,100. Now, yes, he had a bad showing against Ottawa, um, but to me, that will only serve to kind of depress his ownership. He's got three goals and three assists in his last four games. He's also racked up five points in his two previous uh, matchups with Toronto this season. So I think he's a a solid option in the top there. But I do like Mike's call about getting uh, Alexander Ovechkin before that price ticks up too much. Now looking a little further down, we're going to go 7,900 down to 7,000 for the next group. Uh, Mike, who stands out to you among these guys? I'm going to go with Mikel Grenland of Minnesota. He's only 7,100. He's having a breakout year. He's a versatile playmaker. Let's check out the numbers here. He's got 64 points in 68 games. He's a plus 28. You just got to love the season he's having. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, for for all the arguments that I did make about Joe Thornton, you could certainly look at Joe Pavelski here. You know, uh, our listeners who are with us every week will also note that, that I'm all in on the Patrick Line train. I will uh, shout out to Paul, uh, who will hate to hear this, but Line is five points clear of Austin Matthews for the Calder race right now. So, uh, you know, just a, a little dig at my usual co-host there, um, but. I like Line as well, but but of all the guys here, you may really want to look at uh, Cam Atkinson. He honestly, at 7,200, he feels a little chalky to me. Um, he's got 15.5 fantasy points per game in his last five outings. You know, I talked earlier about the netminder concerns in Florida with Luongo out. And he's potted, uh, he did pot a pair of goals in his last outing, and he just feels too good to pass up uh, to me at 7,200. I, I feel like you're going to get the same level of production as, as some of the 8,000 guys against, uh, you know, comparatively tonight, and you're going to save a ton of money on him. Now, we'll break down the, the, the next range a little bit uh, more. We'll go uh, 6,900 to 6,500. We've got 12 guys in this grouping. Uh, Mike, who do you like? I'm going to go with Blake Wheeler from the Jets. He's been very inconsistent this season as he tries to coexist with rookie phenom Patrick Laney. He has to remember that he's the captain. He needs to play a little more assertively. But here's a guy who's capable of blowing up at any time. I really like him as a tournament play. He's averaging over 20 minutes for the first time of of his career. And his power play production is still there. Yeah, I, I'm going to go for me. I'm going to go Wayne Simmons of, of the Flyers for uh, 7,600. You know, in his last five games, he's fired off 19 shots on goal, and that has netted him two goals and one assist. Uh, both of those goals have come on the power play. The thing I like about him shooting the puck so much is that it gets you points even if they don't score. Um, so especially when you're looking at maybe a 50-50 or a, a multiplier, you're going to want guys who are you know consistently there uh, in the middle, uh, you know, so you don't want to take quite as many risky plays. Um, you know, certainly some concern about the Flyers coming off a game last night. Um, but overall, I would expect a, a good night from Wayne Simmons tonight. New Jersey hasn't necessarily been the best team of late. It looks like Kincaid's going to get the start there. Um, so it could be a, a game to maybe consider stacking on. 
for the bottom half of the 6,000 range, the 6,400 to 6,000, we've got eight guys. Mike, who are your uh, guys to look at tonight? Yeah, well, I said I didn't like Patrick Kane, but I like Evander Kane of the Sabres, 6,300. He's led all forwards with the most shots at 28 over the last five games heading into last night's play. I really like Kane. He can mix it in with some block shots every now and then. So definitely thumbs up on Kane. All right, yeah. For Now for our uh, our listeners, when you go on there, you're going to see Nick Foligno uh, noted with a, a day-to-day marker, an illness. Um, but if you look at, at uh, the Rotowire note that will show up there, that illness kept him out of Monday's game. Now, it's been several days. Uh, I'd be surprised if he wasn't in the lineup tonight. So for me, assuming that he is back to 100% at 6,300, I think he's uh, poised to pick up exactly where he left off, which was two goals in as many games with six shots on net. And to that end, if if Felino is in, you may want to avoid Brandon Saad. Uh, his ice will certainly be affected by Felino uh, returning. So that's one for me, another uh, Columbus player that you can highlight. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm, I'm definitely high on that team uh, for this evening. As we drop below 6,000, that 5,900 to 5,500 range, we've got 10 players to look at. Mike, uh, it looks like you're going back to the well on a a similar player to who you may have talked about already. Yeah, right. I'm going to go with the other part of the twin combo, Daniel Sedin, 5,600. So you have to remember that these guys were absolute studs in their heyday. They're just getting, you know, old um, near the end of their career at 5600 that's a value play against the stars who like i mentioned earlier should get shredded <laughs> absolutely uh mike uh, much like me uh, isn't quite as high on the dallas goaltending uh, situation uh f- for this range i really like at the, at the top end william nylander of toronto um i i think you know, you may not want to uh, to look uh, quite so high on guys like Matthews or Kadri tonight with Tampa Bay uh, kind of resurging. The, the net mining has stabilized a little bit with Bishop gone. Vasilevsky has really, uh, you know, grabbed the, the bull by the horns with that one. But to get Willie Nylander, a first-line uh, winger at 5,900, I think is a, is a great value. You know, he's, uh, he's got a point per game in his last five, and that's translated in 13.5 points, uh, fantasy points per game over that stretch. Going uh, down to the bottom half of the 500 range, we got 5,400 to 5,000. Now, this is a big group, Mike. There's 13 guys that are coming in here, so certainly we could talk about them uh, for, you know, most of the morning here. But who specifically do you want to highlight? Yeah, he's not the most popular player, but I really like Tanner Pearson, 5,100 on the Kings. He's second on the Kings in shots with 160. He has 22 goals. Um, I believe that's also second most. He's used in all situations. He's on the power play. He's on the penalty kill. Um, With a guy who's dependent on that much, it's really hard to go wrong at that value. Absolutely. And with the number of uh, first line options that are available in this price range. You've got, you know, Josh Bailey, Gustav Nyquist, uh, uh, 
Andre Pilat. Uh, with that number of first-line guys, it is interesting that both Mike and I are actually going to look at second-line players. For me, that's Milan Lucic at 5,400. Uh, he's finally playing like the player that they paid him to be. Uh, he's got three goals and four assists in his last seven games, so I think that makes him a steal at this price range. And let's not forget, he should also be motivated uh, to go up against his former team, Guys really seem to come out and, and play strong when that happens. Now, I did mention Andre Pilat. I do think uh, he's been really hot lately. He's got he's on a four-game point streak and certainly worth uh, considering against somewhat of a questionable uh, Toronto goaltending situation. Now, for our value plays, these are the guys that you're going to want to maybe highlight uh, for tournament picks, uh, GPP contests. And so uh, down in that 4,900 and below, uh, who are you targeting, Mike? I'm going to go with Alex Burrows at 3,800. He finally escaped Vancouver, and he's shining with his new team. He He arrived at the trade deadline. He has six points in seven games with Ottawa. He's getting plenty of power play time over two minutes per game. So at 3,800, if you're getting a guy who can produce like a top six player, then you just really can't go wrong there. Yeah, that's a great point. That'll free you up to spend maybe on one of those 8,000 guys uh, at the top of the winger uh, price range. So, you know, if you if you really want to use uh, Ovechkin or, or uh, Kucherov, guys that Mike and I both like, you might need to throw in a, a Tanner Pearson at 3,800. Now, I'm not going to scrape quite the bottom of the barrel like Mike did, um, but uh, or I'm sorry, Burrows, Alex Burrows for 3,800. But uh, I like Thomas Vanek, a former Red Wing for 4,700. So Mike probably just passed him over, seeing that he's not on Detroit anymore. Um, but he just exploded for four helpers against Toronto. And while I don't expect that level of scoring, I think he should uh, be able to get back on track uh, w- you know, with Florida down there now that he's kind of gotten some of that out of the way. We'll move over to defenders. Uh, there's only, as usual, there's only two guys in that 7,000 and up range. You're looking at Brent Burns uh, for the high price tag of 8,000 and then Eric Carlson for 7,400. Uh, do you play or fade either of these guys tonight, Mike? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say you would fade either of them. It's really hard to go wrong with either. Again, it's a situation where the highest price guys on the slate for a reason at their position. Um, but if you're looking for consistency, um, more of a sure thing, I would go with Carlson because he has 185 block shots. It's kind of easy to forget that these guys uh, you know, block so many shots. Uh, Burns has 117. However, Burns has 14 more goals than than Carlson does, and Burns has 27 of those. So I would say if you are in a tournament setting versus a 50-50, I would go with Burns. If you're in a 50-50 cash games, I would say go with Carlson because the block shots are more of a sure thing. Yeah, that's a great recommendation, and and I'm actually going to be entering uh, a tournament uh, this evening, and so I... I'm going to use Brent Burns. Now, I don't normally like to pay up that much in the defenders. Uh, As our listeners know, both uh, Paul and I like to aim for more of those value guys at the bottom who are power play options. But I think with Carter Hutton being in goal uh, tonight for St. Louis, I'm going to pay up for Burns. He's a a strong option. He's got, uh, you know, he is on a 10-game goal drought. 
uh, which is somewhat of a concern, but he's racked up seven helpers over that stretch, and he just logs a ton of minutes. He's averaging 24.53 of ice time per night. And so to go with Burns uh, in my GPP contest, I, I think is uh, uh, almost a chalk play. I mean, he's so expensive that it's hard to really call it a chalk play, um, but I expect big things out of him tonight against a tired uh, blue squad. Now, looking further down the line, we're going to go uh, 6,900 all the way down to 5,500. That price range really only grabs us seven guys. Uh, as you can tell tonight, most of the defenders are coming in below that, uh, that 5,500 mark. So, But of these seven, uh, who do you like? I'm going to go with Roman Yossi, 6,600. He's averaging 13.86 FanDuel points per game. He logs over 25 minutes per game. That's just insane. Uh, he has terrific awareness on the ice. He's a great setup man. Uh, Philip Forsberg, the forward, he's been tearing it up lately, and Yossi usually gets in on that. Yeah, and who would have thought that you know of the of the guy that was going to step up on defense in Nashville that it would be Roman Yossi instead of PK Subban? I think a lot of people expected. A lot more out of PK. Now, certainly, uh, he's having a decent season, but nothing close to what they're expecting out of him. And so, fortunately for, for Nashville, uh, Roman Yossi has really stepped up. I uh, I prefer Duff- Dustin Bufflin tonight, though, for 6100 Now, part of the reason is the price tag. I'm going to save myself uh, $500 compared to a guy like Roman Yossi, but... Um, What's drawing me here, especially, is that high over-under in this game. Uh, and the big blue liner is definitely going to be a player to target. He's got two goals and 11 shots in his last three outings, plus adding an additional five blocks. So you, you put all those things together, the lower price tag, uh, the high uh, goal uh, outing that we're expecting. He's on the power play. He's on the ice a ton. So I expect big things out of Dustin Bufflin tonight. Now, looking further down in that 5,400 to 5,000 range, I'm going to just mention quickly, Kevin Shattenkirk will still be out with that suspension, and Aaron Ekblad uh, remains sidelined with a concussion. So uh, that uh, lowers our, our number of guys to really target here from 10 to 8. And uh, for, for, uh, for your money, Mike, who are you looking at? Uh, Drew Doughty. Uh, he's on a 24-game goalless drought. Um, but the reigning Norris Trophy winner for for the Kings, he has 30 helpers and close to 100 block shots. What I really like to do um, in daily settings is really just look at all the categories that are used, and block shots, definitely one of them. Um, and I thought that Roman Yossi was averaging a lot of ice time. Well, Dowdy is averaging seven or 27.19, which is actually less than he had last year. Wow, that is a ton of ice time. It's it's hard to uh, to imagine how uh, how tired he must be after after games. Uh, I I like uh, John Carlson in this group, fifty one hundred. It looks like he's finally kind of uh, shaken off you know some of the yips that he that he's had. Uh, he's got a goal and two assists uh, on nine shots uh, in his last two games. And that has him up over 20 points in both of those outings. And so I think that makes him worth a, a, a solid look in this group. He's a little lower price, and so you always want to maybe target some of those lower guys. Now, speaking of lower price guys, we've got the 49 and under grouping. Uh, Jakob Truba probably going to be out. He's at 4,700. Uh, but uh, other than him, uh, who uh, s- seems like a, a solid value play for you? I'm going to go with David Savard. 
3,800. He has a one, at least one block shot in 14 straight games. Uh, he has 20 points and 101 shots in 60. Uh, he's a really a, a well-rounded player. Um, at that price, I'm definitely looking at Savard of the Blue Jackets. And, Mike, our listeners are going to start asking us to have you back more often if you keep finding these uh, under 4,000 price tag guys that really help out for you. Uh, when you're building those lineups for me i'm not again i'm not going to go quite so low i'm going to highlight two guys here both coming in at 4200 troy stretcher now he is a hit or miss play uh he will certainly he'll put up you know two points one night uh you know with like a goal and an assist and then he won't score again for a few games Um, but i like the matchup versus dallas i've talked about the bad goaltending and so i'm looking for him to have a hit night now if you're not uh, willing to kind of take the risk on a, a guy like that. You want a little more consistency. Morgan Riley uh, for Toronto is also coming in at 4,200. Definitely more stable than Stretcher, uh, uh, Stetcher, sorry. and he'll add shots and blocks even when he isn't scoring uh, goals. So that helps keep his, his fantasy points up. He does have a goal and an assist in his last three outings, so he is performing well. We'll turn our attention then uh, to the meat of your lineup. This is really, in a lot of ways, where uh, your lineup will make or break. Uh, That is the goaltenders. Now, we got three guys coming in above uh, 9,000. That's Braden Holpe, Tuka Rask, and Martin Jones. Mike, where do you stand as a player fade on these three guys? Of those three guys, I'm I'm looking to fade Jones. St. Louis has a... A dangerous power play. They're, they're ranked fifth in the league in that, and they're sixth in shooting percentage. Um, obviously, these are all elite options, but I just feel like Jones is going to stumble in this one. Yeah, I'm going to pick the opposite there. I actually, of the three, I think I like Martin Jones the most. Um, Braden Hopi, he, you know, Washington is is probably going to win. He he's a solid uh, play option, but that price tag, you know, every dollar counts when you're building these lineups. And so, if you can save three hundred dollars by going with Martin Jones instead, I I have uh, you know concerns for St. Louis coming off the back to back. I think uh, Jones will probably benefit by going up against Carter Hutton. He might just get the 12 points just solely from uh, that aspect of the matchup. But Tuka Rask has to go up against Edmonton and Connor McDavid, so there could be some goals there. So for me, uh, I actually like Martin Jones the most out of these three. Looking uh, uh, down the price range a little bit from 8900 to 8500 there's a handful of solid starting options here. Uh, what, uh, what looks good to you, Mike? What about Bob, Sergei Bobrovsky, 8,900? He has a five-game winning streak, three shutouts in that span. He's 8-1-2 lifetime versus the Panthers. He has a 9.36 save percentage versus the Panthers. So the way that Bobrovsky is rolling these days, he's over that groin injury that plagued him last season. He's, you know, he's been steadily contributing all season. So I really like Bobrovsky, and I'm, I'm quite frankly – surprised that he's in that lower tier i'd agree there i i would have expected him to have that that extra hundred dollars on there and be up in that nine thousand range so uh, a way to save another buck there for you now if you want to go a little bit more in the middle of this range i like jonathan quick at 8700 we talked about uh the kings being the biggest favorite of the night as they uh, welcome Buffalo to town. That's a long trip for the Sabres coast to coast. Uh, You factor in as well that uh, Quick has given up just two goals in each of his last four outings. 
uh, and that uh, goes with a .918 save percentage. He's 3-1-0 and in those contests, and I think I would give him the clear advantage tonight against the Sabres. Now, Going below that price tag, you're really getting into some of the you know more riskier options. I'll run through a couple here. There, there, there are a handful of guys here. You're looking at Peke Rennie for 8,400, Frederick Anderson for 8,400, Carter Hutton, who we talked about uh, as the as the backup. He's 8,200. Uh, Ryan Miller from Vancouver, 8,100. Uh, again, you've got Thomas Grice, James Reamer filling in for the uh, Roberto Luongo, who's out. Mike Condon also filling in. Uh, he's 8,100. Now, of these guys, is there anybody that you would use tonight, Mike, or, or do you stay away from this group entirely? I'm going to stay away from this group entirely. Um, I'm definitely a proponent of paying up big for a gold, uh, of a goaltender because goalie, you only get to choose one, and you just really got to get it right, especially on a huge slate. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Um, if you're really looking to scrape the bottom of the barrel, there's a couple potential starters uh, from 7,900 and down. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily uh, cash in on any of them. You know, you've got uh, Cam Ward, Robin Lerner, uh, Lerner Darcy Kemper, uh, Michael Newverth is going to get the start uh, with the Flyers having played last night. You've got Mike Smith, Connor Hellubuck. Either one of the Dallas goaltenders, whether it's Lettinen or Niemi, they're both down here. Uh, Keith Kincaid is going to get the start. He's in there. Looks like Peter Morazic based off the back-to-back. He's 7,500. And so there are some some options, some guys that will be in goal tonight uh, if you want to really go down that route. But you're going to have to really hope that you hit if you go there. Now I will uh, mention uh the Buffalo situation, Lerner and Nilsson and Florida Reamer and Barra, both those teams are heading into back-to-backs. So uh, you'll definitely want to watch that situation as, as uh, that develops. And of course, always Dallas uh, can change night to night. Now, uh, before Mike and I put our money where our mouth is and build out our lineups, we also want to give thanks to our sponsors at FanDuel uh, with a reminder that baseball is just around the corner. Don't get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. Now, you must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. Users may only establish one account on FanDuel. Uh, that's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. Now, we'll start building out our lineups this is what uh, our listeners are hopefully waiting for to see where we're going to go. Mike, you got to give me two centers. Who do you like? I really like paying up for centers. I'm going to go with Nick Backstrom of the Caps, 7,000. We have Jack Eichel, who's on just an insane tear right now. He has 14 goals, 22 assists, and 34 games in this calendar year. And he has points in all but two of his last 18. So for me, I'm going to go. I mentioned Joe Thornton. Uh, at 5,700, I, I really like uh, San Jose uh, guys tonight. And then I did uh, mention uh, Brandon Dubinsky for Columbus at 5,200, stacking either him or Wenberg. I give the slight edge to him. He's been a little bit of a, the hotter hand of late uh, than Wenberg. So down the middle, I like those two guys. I'm going to save a little bit more money uh, than, than Mike is. So we'll see where Mike saves uh, later in his lineup. Your four wingers, Mike. Uh, one of them is Blake Wheeler. I alluded to him earlier in the pod. Uh, 
Brandon Perlini. He's a, he was a 12th overall choice from for the Coyotes in 2014. He's a really strong power forward with speed. Uh, Max Domi, I also alluded to him because I'm stacking against the Red Wings. Uh, and Wayne Simmons, he's just a beast. He's so physical and uh, another great power forward who's established. Um, he's at 6,700. Well, I'm glad I could convince you to go in on on Wayne Simmons. You know, for me, it's it's hard for me to to pull the trigger on the Flyers, uh, especially after what happened last night. Uh, I'll leave that uh, settle. Uh, so for wingers, I'm going to start off with Cam Atkinson. This is my my big spending here, 7,200 for him. Uh, I just I like that Columbus Florida matchup. Uh, and then I talked about Willie Nylander, 5,900. I expect him to pot a goal or two potentially tonight. And then my real kind of value guys are going to be Braden Shen at 5,300. Uh, he's with the Flyers, so I, I did finally cave on that decision. And then Tivu Teravainen for 4,500 for Carolina. He's been such a strong uh, value play for them of late. And so I think he's almost, uh, almost too good to, to pass up on tonight. Uh, going to the blue line, Mike, who do you like there? My two defensemen are Nicholas Chalmerson at 3,500. Uh, I have a thing with, with Knicks today. I'm just going with tons of Knicks. Um, that's just purely coincidental, but, uh, <laughs> Chalmerson blocks tons of shots. And when you're looking at that low of a, a budget play, I really, really like guys that consistently block shots. Cause like I said earlier, it just, it's just one of the more consistent categories out there. And Zach Wierenski also talked about him. Just a phenomenal rookie defenseman. Um, he plays a 200-foot game, and he's at only at 5,400. So I tease this a little bit for, for my blue liners. I am going to use Brent Burns tonight for 8,000. Too good to pass up, and I was able to uh, squeeze him into my lineup by saving in a couple other places. Now, to complement that, I did end up going with Morgan Riley. I like a little bit more of the security uh, from him at 4,200 uh, rather than kind of the hit or miss of Troy Stetcher. So I ended up going with Riley, um, but certainly if I, if I decide to play a little riskier, I'll make sure to tweet that out later. Now, the, as I said, the, the bread and butter of the, of the lineup, uh, who do you have backstopping you tonight, Mike? Um, well, just like just like all the NHL coaches do, you never sit the hot hand. And Bob Rofsky, he's um, at eighty nine hundred. He's bumped into that lower price tier um, compared to the elite goalies. Um, I talked about him at length earlier. I really, really like Bob Rofsky today. All right, and then yeah, I talked about my goaltender as well. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Jonesy tonight. Or I'm sorry, uh, with Quick tonight. I like that LA is so favored in that matchup. 8,700 saves me a little bit of money uh, so that I could spend up on Brent Burns. Uh, so Jonathan Quick is my goalie of the evening. Now, just to give a quick rundown for our listeners uh, as to what the Rotowire optimizer is showing for tonight's game, you got Dylan Larkin uh, from Detroit as center for 3,900, and then Drew Shore of Vancouver, a third line player for 3,100. Not really sure. Uh, what the uh, the optimizer is, is necessarily thinking there, but it's saving on center, both those guys coming in sub 4,000. And this might be um, maybe where the, the optimizer is thinking. It's got Alexander Ovechkin at 8,000 and then Patrick Line for 7,400. 
Uh, and then also another uh, jet that, that Mike highlighted, Blake Wheeler for 6,900. So you've got a ton of money from the optimizer being spent at the winger position. Another value play, uh, it goes with Anthony Mantha from Detroit for 4,200. So uh, Optimizer seems to be agreeing with me a little bit, Mike, that uh, Detroit against Arizona uh, rather than Arizona against Detroit. I'd be fine with that. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, just to round out the Optimizer, it went with both uh, Eric Carlson for 7,400 and Dustin Bufflin for 6,100. So clearly the optimizer likes, uh, some of the suggestions we're making. Uh, and then for me, uh, this one's a head scratcher and goal. I'm been hard on this, this guy for much of the year. Um, but the optimizer likes Robin Lerner for Buffalo at 7,900. I talked about it being, uh, you know, the money line on that game is pretty one-sided. Uh, I would stay away from that, but you know, the optimizer has its, its, uh, mathematical formulas that it likes to run. And so Robin Lerner in net for the optimizer. Well, Mike, before we close the show, we do have the bulk of the NCAA men's basketball tournament kicking off today. Who do you have in your final four this year? I'm going to go with Villanova, Gonzaga, Oregon, UCLA, and my winner is Gonzaga. Wow. It looks like you and I uh, hopefully will both be right there together to cash in. I also have Villanova, Gonzaga, and Oregon. I went with Kentucky instead of UCLA, and then I'm also picking Villanova to repeat this year. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, That's our breakdown of the best FanDuel plays for Thursday's NHL uh, schedule from me, AJ Scholes, who you can follow at AJ Scholes 24 and Mike G, who you can follow at MG Connects. We encourage you to send us your fantasy hockey questions and we'll do our best to respond quickly. And we'll look forward to Tuesday's podcast where Paul will rejoin me. Uh, we'll have the band back together for that one for a full review of news and notes from along, around the NHL. Have a good one.